It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Coach Harrison and I met five years ago and we were in a pool, don't ask why. And I remember thinking, I like that guy. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, joined today by Lance Dahl, former intern Jaws. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? How are you doing? It's been way too long. It's been a really long time, actually. This is 100% my fault, by the way. Uh, I mean, I could have I stepped in every now and then. And I just... guess so. But you're a gentleman. You were so polite, and I appreciate that. I wanted to talk a little basketball, and you're kind of my basketball guy. Right, right. Yeah, so we've got some, uh, we've got some recruiting news. Some good, some bad, uh, coming up for, I think, today. Today, yeah, this will go up Wednesday morning. So. And then Scoot Henderson will be announcing on Friday. We'll get to that in a moment. But Katie Johnson, as of today, will be announcing where he's going. And from word on the street is that he's going to Auburn. That's it's, what I understand. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the feeling. And you've got more stats on this guy than I do. But uh, a scorer, quick, athletic, seems to fit that kind of Bruce Pearl's mold of a guard. Played a lot of point guard. Yet his stats look more like a shooting guard, but uh, I think uh, I think if anything, it provides a lot more depth. Yeah, I agree. So just looking at some of his his numbers: thirteen point five points per game, uh, almost three rebounds, one point two assists. His former four star guard. I won't consider him a point guard, but we'll get to that in a minute. His okay. first game was actually against Auburn. Some of y'all may remember that: twenty one points, seven rebounds, two assists. Something to note about this guy is he was doing all of this in twenty two minutes per game. He was scoring 14 points in 22 minutes. Guy's very efficient with the basketball. Yeah. He had the most minutes in that Auburn game that he would actually get that season at all, due in part to the emergence of Severe Wheeler down the stretch, who after that Auburn game, I believe, finished every game with no less than 37 minutes at point guard only because, or outside of that, there was one game, and it was the Alabama game. He played 30 minutes, and he fouled out. Uh, I love that Auburn's like, okay, you guys did good against us. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, KD and... Uh, and uh, Desi Seals, like, all right, we're going to come, come, come do it for us now. An- another note about that Alabama game, that was actually Katie Johnson's career high. And it was an interesting way that he got it. And I think Auburn fans will be able to kind of understand what I'm about to say. Okay. He had 24 points, but it was not a stellar performance from the floor. He was 6 of 15 from the floor, 2 of 7 from 3. But where did the scoring come from? A lot of free throws, 10 of 15 from the free throw line. Who does that remind you of? Sharif Cooper. That reminds me of Sharif Cooper. But the problem about that is Sharif Cooper was one of the best assist men in the country. He was able to actually spread the ball around, and that's something that Katie Johnson does not appear to have in his game. One assist per game, isn't uh, that right? 1.2 assists per game. That's not great. And his assist-to-turnover ratio is 1.2 to 2.1. Not not a point guard. I would not classify this man as a point guard. I would classify him as a shooting guard. Now, how that fits in with guys, well, I think it's an interesting prospect because when you look at Auburn's roster makeup right now, 
I would argue that Wendell Green and Zepp Jasper, even though Jasper is more of a combo guard, I would argue that they fit more of the mold of a point guard just based off their size and watching them play. Desi Sill is more of a traditional two. You can't necessarily try and force one of those guys in Green and Jasper to be a backup shooting guard if they're not a true two. And if you're going after Katie Johnson, in my opinion, he is more of a true shooting guard. So I think this is a really good move for Auburn if they pick him up because you're getting somebody that knows how to score and shoot the basketball, and that's what he does. All right, so before we kind of look at how you think his his signing later today or his announcement later today would affect the roster, let's go ahead and touch on Scoot real quick. So he's. Uh, it looks like, based on all reports that I've seen, he is announcing all of this will be put to rest Friday. But, I mean, I feel like we've been talking about Scoot since he was like 14 years old. You know something I didn't realize until just a couple of days ago? His name's Scooter. They just right. call him Scoot. I didn't realize that. I just yeah. thought it was straight up Scoot. And whenever yep. I heard people say Scooter, I was like, what? Yep, Scooter. No. Yep. But Scoot's, Scoot's Which announcing... Which I think you could argue is cooler. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, but he's announcing Friday and just based on reports and crystal balls on 24-7 sports and just, just people speculating, it seems like he's very quickly churned from Auburn to the G League. Yes. And there have been a lot, there have been a lot of reports on that. There's a lot of speculation, but it's safe to assume when these guys on 24-7 start to make their predictions late in the commitment, it's probably going to go that way. Yeah. And I, I hate it for Auburn fans. I was I was talking to somebody yesterday. I was like, argue, this is arguably the third lottery pick that's been stolen from Auburn by the G League in the last year. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Jalen Green, Jonathan Kaminga. You can say what you want about where he was going. I think he was going to Auburn. I do too. And then it would have been Scooter Henderson. Right. So it, it, you, it's a testament to Bruce Pearl's ability to recruit, but it's a testament to Bruce Pearl's ability to recruit almost. <laughs> Right. It's like, but you can't compete with the guys that are actually going to go make a lot of really, really good money. Oh, we compete. We can compete with Kentucky. We can compete with Duke. We're up there now, but we can't compete with a G League that can offer a kid $3,300,000 right out of the gate. Right. I, I do not blame them at all for taking that money. I don't either. That's a, don't that is either. a lot of money. I can be upset all I want, but if I was in Jalen Green's shoes, going to the G League, that's money. That, that's, an ability, that's, that's a year where I can work on my game. I can earn a ridiculous amount of money for a, for an eighteen year old kid, yeah. and then I can go be a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a it's a great move. Yeah, so so good for him. Um, all right, so let's talk about the point guard situation because that's kind of been the position that we've talked the most about, and I guess a lot of it has gone around the shooting guard too, just because it seems like there's so many guys vying for that spot, but. What do you think the one and two deep looks like for both guards? So as far as point guard goes, I, I think you would agree with this, but I think you got to put Wendell Green at one. I, uh, Auburn fans are going to love Wendell Green Jr. so much. He led the nation in assists for freshmen last season at Western Kentucky. I think that speaks volumes to where he's going to be on this roster. He does kind of look like a Jared Harper kind of player. We see that he has the ability to really light it up from from deep. He was shooting a really, really decent clip towards the end of his season last year. Not great from the floor, but really good from three, and he can spread the ball around. I think he's going to be the definitive one guy. And then you have Zeb Jasper. And I, I just want to I just want to point out Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, no, I'm e- sorry. EKU. I, I'm I, sorry. I know you know that. I just wanted to make I'm sure sorry. people uh, listened to it. And then Zeb Jasper, 15.1 points per game. More, a little bit more of a scorer than Wendell, I would argue, but I think he is going to play that backup one simply because he's a smaller guard that can handle the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't want Alan Flanagan walking it up the court for Auburn this season. I think it's better to give it to in, give it to the guy to a guy like Jasper. Let him be the number two point guard. 
as far as shooting guard guard goes, I think you would agree. I think Desi Seals is probably going to be in that. I didn't think you're on the Desi Seals camp. I didn't. I didn't realize. So I'm not. But this is my this is my thought process. Who else would I want starting in that role? Not necessarily playing or shooting the most, but starting in that role. I don't want Alan Flanagan starting at shooting guard. No, you want him at the three. I want him at the three. I do not want Katie Johnson starting in that spot. I want him coming off the bench. We've seen him be efficient in that. Let him grow another year. Right. There's nobody else on this roster aside from maybe Jasper, and I would much rather have a six foot three Desi Sills over a five eleven Zep Jasper. I'd rather put Jasper in a more comfortable role as point guard and let Desi do what he's been doing at Arkansas, which is shoot the basketball. So I'm gonna let him start. I'm gonna probably let him play the most minutes, and then as the season progresses, I think Auburn will kind of feel it out. I think Katie and J- and Desi at the end of the season will be splitting time just simply because I think Katie's gonna end up being more efficient. Yeah, but that, that's just my opinion. But one and two deep for point guard. Green, Jasper, for shooting guard. I think it's going to be Sills, and then I think it's going to be Johnson at number two. Yeah, okay. I like all of that. And that makes the, it makes the roster really comfortable because, again, you don't want somebody playing out of position. You don't want somebody playing a position they're not naturally accustomed to playing. Why do I say that? If you're an Auburn fan, Last year. you would understand. You don't want Justin Powell being your point guard. Even though he was getting pretty good at it, you want him in his natural role at shooting guard. You don't want Flanagan there. You don't want Jamal Johnson there. I would argue to say that you didn't want Turbo Jones there to begin with. He would have been better just shooting the basketball. Right. So just a lot of issues as far as putting players out of position last year. And a lot of it was injuries, and part of it was Cooper wasn't there. I understand. But you don't want to let that happen again. Right. All right, I want to ask you another point guard-related question in just a moment. Right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. In fact, it's not even close. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now, you'll see their nine delicious flavors that are there all the time. And then they are rotating flavors in and out based on what they currently have in demand. So coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. All of those are uh, absolutely delicious if you like those flavors. I I don't like coconut. I'm going to be honest with you. The cherry is actually surprisingly pretty good. And I don't normally like cherry flavored things. Thoughts, Charles? Mm. Hmm. Are you a cherry boy? I actually do like cherry stuff. Yeah, I'm not a big coconut guy as well. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So be sure to check that out. Something for everyone at builtbar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, L O C K E D 1 5, LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order at builtbar.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16 car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, Jaws, so continuing our conversation about Auburn's point guards before we kind of move into to football here. Somebody on the Auburn undercover board, the body get aboard, put a thread up and uh, started a conversation Katie Johnson for two or three years is greater than Scoot or Sharif for one year any day in my book. Hmm. That's an interesting take. That's yes. an interesting take. Well, uh, if you if you know me, and I think you I think you do, you would know that I was never really on the Sharif Cooper hype train as far as during his time at Auburn and potentially in the NBA. Of course, we don't know that yet, so all I can do is speculate. But I was never a massive Sharif Cooper supporter. How come? 
Mm, it's it's his it's his playing style. It's his playing style. I think we'll look back at Katie Johnson's stat line against Alabama: six of fifteen from the floor, two of seven from three. That's, that's something that we saw from Sharif Cooper. He would shoot in volumes, score in volumes, but it would be mostly from the free throw line because he was so good at drawing fouls and getting there. I don't like that play style. It's gonna I, now the the more I th- I've been thinking about it, I think that play style will translate to the NBA because what do the ball dominant point guards do in the NBA? Steph Curry, Trey Young, they draw fouls and they get to the free yeah. throw line and if he can develop just a little bit of a three-point shot he'll be he'll be right up there but I don't like that play style I think it hurts the game more than it helps it I don't like slowing the game down I don't like all those fouls being called that being said Katie Johnson look at what he was doing outside of that Bama game looking at his stat line he was he was a pretty efficient guy shooting 39 percent from three 41 percent from the floor not great happy with what he was able to do he in the Auburn game he was pretty impressive he was he was he was efficient and I think that's going to go a long way as far as playing time goes if you're getting it over two or three seasons so I would rather take KD Johnson not as a point guard I'd take him as a shooting guard because again I don't see him that way so I don't see them as the same type of player but I'd rather have him for three years to develop and maybe end up as a 16 point 17 point scorer every contest instead of Sharif Cooper who was averaging 21 a game and eight assists but had no clutch factor, no clutch gene, and was was on and off. And teams know, knew how to shut him down. All right, I want to pivot to football now. You and I haven't really talked about the TJ Finley to Auburn hype train <laughs> that is brewing. And I, it seems like it has left the station. It seems like it is going full speed um, into uh, coming out of the transfer portal and going into Jordan-Hare Stadium. I'm starting to buy into it. I'm starting to buy really? into that Auburn is really pushing for Finley the quotes that he has had are really telling to me. I think so. I think so. He had a conversation with AL.com. If you want to go look it up, check it out, read his entire conversation. And there's a quote here, and it's not taken out of context. AL.com directly asked him, not about starting at Auburn, but just staying as a starting quarterback in the SEC and what that would look like if he were to get an opportunity in the Southeastern Conference. And this is what Finley said. He said, quote, I know my capabilities. And if I feel like I can go and beat Bo Nix out, then I'll go there and do what I have to do. I understand that this is a brand new system for Auburn and that these are brand new coaches. So the things that have gone on in the past with Bo Nix are really not my concern. So that says a lot to me. I think it does. I think it says, man, if Auburn's recruiting me and I want to go to Auburn, I think I think I can darn well beat out this Bo Nix kid. What do you think Bo Nix is seeing? I mean, you know he's seeing this stuff. You know he and his... You know, the, his teammates that he's buddies with and close to are having these conversations. Do you think Bo Nix welcomes it? Because I think it would make Bo Nix better. I think he would make Bo Nix a much better quarterback if you were actually to put his foot... foot. If Finley comes in, and we were talking about this whenever Harson was first hired, and we were asking him about the quarterback room, and he said that there was a pecking order, but there would be a little bit of competition. He would try and press Bo Nix. I think this is the perfect opportunity to do that. Yeah. Put him in a situation where he has to win the job. Because I don't think you can say what you want and speculate about boosters and stuff like that and whether or not Nick's actually deserved to get the starting job, whatever. Doesn't matter. But we got to be able to put this kid in a position to where he has to succeed. And I think once you do that, he will because there's a reason that he was a five star quarterback coming out of high school. Yeah, I, I think he's got all the potential in the world. And there'll be three or four throws a game where it's just like, wow, why can't you do that more often? Like do you have every so time. much arm talent, man. And like, you know, he does the whole jump backwards off his back foot and he'll still throw it 40 yards on a rope to where it needs to be. And it's like, man, if you could just step into your throws, mm-hmm. I mean, it would change everything. And a lot of people 
watched A Day and they're like, oh yeah, he looks way better. And I'm like, I don't. He looks the same to me. But I hope yeah. you're right. I, I th- hope you're right. I think I think he looked the same. He looked like just being in person. He looked a little quicker than I th- would have thought. Okay. But outside of that, I didn't really see anything impressive. Now the throw. There were two throws on the sideline that he made that I thought was like. Man, it's it's typical Bo Nix. Every other play is just going to be doing something really confusing, and then you'll see two throw that his receivers didn't catch on the sideline. It's like wow, we've we've got a legitimate quarterback. Bring in a guy like T.J. Finley, who I would say is a mid-tier SEC quarterback if you gave him full time to start at a program. But if you if you bring him in, competition I think is going to fuel this kid to to become great. And I think again, we talked about this a lot in this new system. Bo Nix is going to be better than he was the two years under Malzahn. I've heard he's so comfortable in this new system. I've heard that he's a dark horse for the highs. Yeah, and he's really out there having fun. I think so. I think so. You could could see that in that A-Day game. Yeah, there's no question. There's no question. All right, we'll keep talking about football in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. It's the best place to handle all of your sports Wagering, highly recommend our friends at betonline.ag. You can bet on like literally anything. It's crazy. Obviously, uh, sports that are happening, you can bet on futures as well. A lot of college football stuff up, you know, as far as you know, your chances for Auburn to win the SEC or Big 12. I mean, all, everything is up right now. So be sure to check all that out. Also, it is playoff hockey time. The NBA postseason action is upon us. And of course, UFC and MMA happens every weekend. And of course, uh, baseball season is in full swing, pun intended. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up at betonline.ag and use promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. I want to issue an apology to Bidarius Knighton. I was called out in the Locked On Auburn Discord yesterday, and I'm trying to pull it up so I can uh, give you credit, but... They pointed out, they're like, why do you keep calling Bidarius Knighton undersized? And I looked at him like six foot 200. I mean, that's, that's a pretty dense guy, but I, I, I want Auburn's safeties higher than six foot. But then he pointed out, it's like, hey, if this actually happens, like he's going to be one of Auburn's taller defensive backs. Um, yep. It was Kevin Durant's burner account that, uh, <laughs> that, that messaged us in the Locked On Auburn Discord. And they pointed out that, like, you know, Donovan Kaufman is 5'9". So I want to uh, thank you for the, um, for the accountability. And I will say that I am being inconsistent and I have a double standard there. I do think he played shorter than six foot. I would be shocked if he was actually truly six foot tall. It's the Jared Harper situation. But still, it's like, well, if Donovan Kaufman's listed at 5'9", like, it doesn't matter. Like, right. I, I'm, and I'm very excited about Donovan Kaufman. So, um, uh, yeah, so it, it's not the size that really throws me off. It's the uh, it's the level of competition we just don't know. Right. We just absolutely don't know. Do you know the average size for a starting NFL defensive back, secondary player? I imagine in the NFL it goes over six feet. It's 5'11". Really? Mm-hmm. I guess it's because of the corners. Yep, it, it really averages it out. But as far as size goes, again, I agree with you. Six foot, 5'11", 5'10", doesn't matter. If he can play, he can play. But like you just said, there's not a lot of competition at, at Southeast Missouri State. I believe that's where he's from, correct? Mm-hmm. 
So outside of that Missouri game, that's so funny. The only pictures that you see of Bidarius Knighton are the pictures of him usually against Missouri. And do you know how much Missouri won that game by? How much? It's 50 to nothing. Wow. There was not a lot of defending going on in that game. I'll just say that. I wish we could find better pictures in the photo service that we use because they're all just like him tackling and like yep. hanging on to somebody. Yep, yep. I wish we could get like an actual picture of him like playing corner. Uh-huh, Yeah. Um, but but as as far as his size goes, I'm not I'm not really concerned about that. If he can, if I'm he can not play, either. After Kevin Durant's burner account talked me off the ledge on that, so I, I want to say I apologize to those listening that have used that talking point in conversations, and also to to Binary Stein. Yeah, if if Katie's burner is telling me how it is, I feel a lot more comfortable moving forward. I wish he would he would give me more advice, honestly. I, I think so. Katie's burner account, if you're listening, uh, please uh, tell Jaws how good of a job he's doing. Ooh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> He's going to be like, man, Jaws doesn't do nothing. You want to talk about uh, your new endeavor? You feel good about that? As far as um, the show? Yeah, so uh, just just the other day, I was uh, I was brought on to be the official co-host of On the Line on ESPN 106.7 right here in Auburn, Opelika. That's a, that's a big deal. It's also yeah. going to be airing on Fox Sports Central Alabama. I believe that's 98.3 yep. FM. But, you know, I've been, on, I've been on and off that show, just kind of hanging out, just kind of being a fill-in, just kind of being there whenever I, I just want to be on and talk some sports. But I'm going to be the official co-host uh, starting next week. So it's going to be really, really exciting. That's awesome, man. You deserve it. You work your tail off, and um, no, you're, you're good at what you do. So congratulations on that, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually, today, I'm going to be hosting the show as uh, the, the normal host, Noah, is going to be out calling an, uh, an Auburn High game. So I will be running the show. Yeah, Auburn High uh, is, is in the state championship for baseball. Yep. So yeah, you get to hit the ground running. So that's, that's awesome, right. man. I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy for you. And of course... Uh, you'll be joining Noah Gardner every day, who is a friend of this show as well. Lance, where can people find you, buddy? You can follow me on Twitter at Daw Pound. I, hate that, Twitter I hate that it's not Intern, intern Jaws, Jaws, but yeah. you're not an intern anymore. Yep. You're growing up, and it makes me sad. I know. <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Z Black. Be the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.